Hello and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. Today we are talking about creating a life of longevity. And I have my big brother mm. from another mother, Mr. Kenny Burns, y'all. Yes, Kenny, you um, you literally you know how to re reinvent yourself. You stay relevant. Mm. And I wanted to bring you on because a lot of people see you, but they don't really know like the businessman that you are, yeah. all the your journey and have the many areas that you've tapped into. So I really want to touch on a lot of those things. Absolutely. But when I think about your life, I think about um, heavy is the head that wears the crown because, yeah. <laughs> Because I know someone of your stature, like it's a lot of responsibility that falls on you, and uh, you know a lot of people. But yeah. with those responsibilities and the rooms that you're in, it, I know that gets heavy yeah, sometimes. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, they look for good time, Kenny, all the time. Wow, which is like the heaviest part. Yes, you got to be on. Oh, Kenny's here. Good time. Yep. Right? You don't know what's going on in my life. Mm -mm. It's just you want that light switch when you want it. And that's mm. been. Honestly, my life. Wow. Yeah. From like day one, you've always been Kenny. Well, I've always been good time Kenny. I think, you know, um, I think parallel with just being like a good human. I've always wanted people to be good mm -hmm. in my space. I always wanted people to have the time of their lives yes. um, or help get out of things. Obviously, when I was younger, I was a little bit of a knucklehead, <laughs> wannabe thug, um, <laughs> but I always had a heart. Mm -hmm. That's why hustling never really aligned with my spirit, mm -hmm. you know, and I did it. I mean, I was locked up at 18, you know, out of high school, um, lost basketball scholarships and opportunities. Mm -hmm. And you think about life like, damn, like, is this really who I am? So my whole life has been getting to where my passion aligns with my purpose because mm -hmm. I've always had, you know, the energy for both. It was just about them aligning and I'm finally aligned. I love that. You I feel know? it. Yeah, no, it's deep. It's yeah. deep. Like I'm. I'm denouncing all types of gangster shit that I grew up on and, and, and just all the things you think you're supposed to be, right? Because mm -hmm. society, you know, um, has its own playbook for you. And it's sad, like, when you don't control your narrative. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just about controlling the narrative, not only for me, but for my people. Yeah, I love that. I remember when I first met you, um, well, even knew of you, I was on the party scene, y'all. She was outside. I was outside. <laughs> When the Find doors little red bones, stuff, <laughs> running around, talking about, hey, we're here. We're here. We're here. <laughs> and um, you were like, I never had seen anyone MC a party like that. I was Thank like, you. this man is the life of the party. Thank you. Thank and it was always exciting when you were there because you would always shout us out. We felt so yeah. important, y'all. He'd be like, my sis Chris here, my sis Kayla here. Like, it was like, we just yeah. really knew, like, Kenny Burton knows us. Like, we felt like somebody <laughs> in Atlanta. And then I remember the first time I actually got to like get to know you a little better was when I'm um, DC Howard homecoming one year. Oh, okay. Um, I had traveled and we have a mutual friend, Amari Ware. Yeah, my God. Yes, and um, you were with him and then we ended up running each other and I was like, this is a really cool guy. Thank you. I got to see more than just the guy behind the microphone. Just yes, having, we got to hang out. Yeah, we got to hang yeah. out. And, and I'm glad you said that because I feel like people see my pictures and back then mm -hmm. it was pictures. And mm -hmm. like, Social media was just starting to pop. Right. That's been my whole life. They like judge me because of like, okay, this light skinned dude dresses well. Mm -hmm. Oh, his wife is fine. Oh, his yes. kids look good. Well, he yes. must be like this. He must act like this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, served me well mm -hmm. because once they get to know me, they oh. feel so bad for thinking the things that they mm -hmm. think. Well, I never like, thought anything. Well, no, prejudgment. It's not, yeah. it's like, you know, you, like you saying, I saw you or you had a, 
a bright light and look at mm -hmm. you now. Like not mm -hmm. even saying that I knew you were going to be Satima. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking mm -hmm. about? Yeah. But like knew that you had a light. Same with Kayla. Mm -hmm. Your whole crew like had yeah. a certain energy. And that's honestly one of my superpowers to seeing people. Mm -hmm. Like I see the best in humans and I know how to place it and mm -hmm. help out when I can. And just like when I walked in here, you told me you were doing this and I was telling you partner like well I know somebody in the thing because yes. that's just like my first nature it, 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 yeah connect help. dots and help mm -hmm. people that is that's who you are and mm -hmm. I really that's probably a, te a testament to why you've gone so far in life because you're not gatekeeping and holding things all to yourself you're willing to share yeah there's a thing called um gatekeepers mm -hmm. of course and then you have hate keepers mm -hmm. and I think the generation now are full of hate keepers and I say mm -hmm. hate keepers gatekeepers are in place to make sure the best of us gets through, mm -hmm. which keeps things at a medium. It's almost like having a middle class, an upper class, mm -hmm. and that balance between worlds, right? Yeah. Now the hate keepers, they don't want to let go of any of the power because if it's not in their hands, mm -hmm. you know, um, they can't, you know, run amok. I mm -hmm. mean, a great example of that, and I'm not in any way shitting on Puff, but like, mm -hmm. Ciroc was like his world. Mm -hmm. You know, he built that brand to a whole nother thing yeah and to be literally fired from it mm. but everything puffs associated with starts with that nucleus not only because mm -hmm. it made him you know a mm -hmm. hundred million dollars a year yeah but like damn imagine having but these are the people in place and then when you think you can speak out mm -hmm. and say the things you truly feel i, I guess he really felt like mm -hmm. like that you know what i mean yeah. but then to your world to stop. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by like hate keepers. Like yeah. there are people in pocket that will get rid of you and do not need you for whatever reason, no matter how much money you made them. Mm -hmm. mm. So that's I guess so I'm true. giving them his props finally, yeah. but at the same mm -hmm. time, you know, we have to be careful of that because we put too much faith in people. Wow. And then we also don't really understand that. Yeah. You can say what you want to say. Mm -hmm. You can act how you want to act, but there are consequences and we, we're not mm -hmm. in the, a generation that feels like there's any consequences. They just run in the muck. They are. Yeah. That's so true. So true. I want to go back to your upbringing. You're from D.C. Yes. I had a, a short stint in D.C. DC when I worked on Capitol Hill. Okay. I always... Politician slash actress slash... Multi-hyphenated. Yeah. Come on, multi-hyphenated. <laughs> Listen, I always say that D.C. was a place that I found myself. You wow. know, I come from a very small town and it gave me room to dream because there was nothing else to do there. I, I could it. just dream. And I moved to DC after college and that was the place I really found. I found my sense of style. I found who I, I was. Know. I was yeah. by myself away from family. And um, I remember talking to Amari Hardwick and he was saying, if you want to be an actor, everybody says, go to school, go to acting school. He said, I tell you to leave home. Absolutely. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Cause when I left home, that's when shit got real. Yeah. So I always say DC is um, where I found myself, but you grew up in DC. Um, tell me about that time, like as a youngster and like going to Howard and running alongside you and Puff were, y'all were in school together at the same no, time? No, they're older than me. They're <laughs> bam, 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 bam. <laughs> No, they're older no, than me. No, I, um, so I never went to Howard. Jessica mm -hmm. went to Howard, my oh, wife. Oh, that's she Howard was she, Howard. She graduated cum laude, but Howard was. Shout, first of all, shout out Jess, we yeah, love you. Shout out my beautiful Your beautiful wife. self. <laughs> yes, she told me, Tate, she love you, she oh. proud of you, oh. and she wants to come and all the things. Yes. So um, I wish you had a broader, yeah. yeah. But y'all gotta come back over for dinner. Absolutely. I'll but, cook for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, okay. I now. can cook, yeah. You want to come Loveland first? I want to come there first, yes. Okay. Yes. So, so I can see what she do. We're going to set the bar. So I can make sure set the bar. 
Like, no, come over here. In mediocre. case you want her to come over here and, and help cook. Um, no, but DC, you know, first and foremost, DC is a melting pot of all amazing things. There's so many cultures. Like, when I was growing up, I first heard Elvis Crespo. You know what I'm saying? With the Spanish side of mm -hmm. what hap you know was happening in DC. I learned about Fela Kute, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like with the whole African, you know, um, diaspora that's there. And then, you know, then there's DC. Mm -hmm. And DC, we have our own form of music. Yes. We have our own sense of style. Like I, I call DC the drive-through because of How Howard University, mm -hmm. ironically. Mm -hmm. You know, people would come to DC, go to Howard, mm -hmm. and then they would meet a DC guy or girl mm -hmm. and stay. Wow. and get married and have a life um mm -hmm. but yeah they came to howard and took a lot of our style too like when you look at like herbie Lovebug and his whole movement that includes song pepper can play all of it was go-go yes like all the music was go-go mm -hmm. and so we don't get a lot of credit um mm -hmm. i call it dc the drive-through it and it's is. cool you know what i'm saying yeah. but we've had some bright spots mm -hmm. um you know obviously in music yeah. and, and contribution in the last couple of decades, but mm -hmm. it's a blessing coming from DC because it was truly a melting pot where yeah. I learned a lot of my superpowers. Absolutely. I um, experienced my first go-go that weekend that we oh. were in DC. He was like, we gotta go here. So we went there and I was just like, and I had mm. lived in DC and never went to a go-go. Like, yeah. I was mind blown. Yeah, it's so a pocket. much talent. It's oh a pocket musically, gosh. yeah. And you get, it's like, it's like even if you don't dance, you start. Mm. Your body starts wait, moving naturally. Yeah, yeah. Man. Don't let you see somebody you like, child. It's going to be a, <laughs> I don't know what type of dance that's called, but it's sexual. It's, it's very sexual. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, how did you go from, how did you even get into party promoting? So um, when I was a senior in high school, I got locked up my senior year and I was a basketball, you know, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I was a star, but I was good mm -hmm. and could have been great if I chose basketball over the streets, but I was in the streets mm -hmm. and you know, the year before that, my junior year, I started going to like, we got the fake IDs. We started going to the Ritz and to mm -hmm. Chicago's mm -hmm. and like all the clubs. And I just loved the energy of what it was. Puff was, um, I think at Howard, my junior year. Mm -hmm. And they would do parties like at the opera and things like that. Mm -hmm. We were going, we was in the streets. So we yeah. had a little bit of money. Mm -hmm. Like who are these young ones? You know, right. I know they really not, but we had the fake IDs. Uh -huh. So we were at, you know, uh -huh. at all the club. And so um, it just became a good time kind of thing mm -hmm. and then when I got locked up I was like you know I need to do something because clearly I'm not going to be playing basketball anymore mm -hmm. um how can I make this money yeah exactly. so me and my friend Garnett we had a fly guy promotions mm -hmm. we created that my senior year and we tried to do this one party where these parties were happening so mm -hmm. we kind of slide in and take the energy from the place uh, we knew a lot of people but mm -hmm. we were kind of smart a little bit Anyway, the lights didn't work the night or something, power went out. We had all these people outside. I was like, wait, I can move people like that. And then my cousin simultaneously wow. had been accepted to Morehouse College. Mm -hmm. So fast forward a year, I couldn't go anywhere because of um, my situation and tried to enroll mm -hmm. um, in junior college and play basketball. Ended up pushing somebody out the air child. The bleachers cleared and it was a whole melee. Oh. So it was like, okay, I'm gonna stop playing yeah. basketball for real, stop mm -hmm. trying. And, Mm. And he said, come to Freaknik. And literally, I came to Freaknik 1992 and it changed my life. Freaknik, wow. Yeah, Freaknik 92. I had, I had, had Howard University as my backdrop growing mm -hmm. up, but I had never saw so many black people Same. from all over the country that were just like trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I think that era was a, a obviously the era that took hip hop to a trillion dollars. I mean, I, literally, our, 
our generation mm -hmm. took it to a trillion dollar business. But we were like, we had so much opportunity. There was so much mm -hmm. going on. Yeah. We were like, wait, what is this? And then show sure enough, what didn't happen in DC happened for me here in Atlanta. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So you worked your way into the music industry and you yeah. have worked with, from Biggie and Puff to yeah. Jay Clark Kent yeah. as a marketer and strategist. Yeah. Tell us, is there any stories that you can share just about that journey? Like any funny, like something that was crazy that happened that you can share that wasn't like, that's not yeah. too personal. No, <laughs> it was, I've, I've shared a lot of them. Um, but I think one of the, the moments for me that really changed my life mm -hmm. was like I had been throwing parties in Atlanta, you know, the big Puff, you know, fight had happened, Freaknik 94, yes. a lot of people know that story. Mm -hmm. um, but after the parties, Andre Harrell was mm -hmm. um, leaving Uptown to start Motown. And from bringing Clark Kent to um, Atlanta so many times, he asked me to go on the road with him. Mm -hmm. So Clark would take me to Shaq's house. Shaq would bring us every two weeks when he played for the Orlando Magic. Like wow. every two weeks. They had like parties? Khaled would open for Clark. I would what? be on with Clark. I know it was crazy. And then, so I'm moving around literally the, the, the world with Clark. Yeah. And I'm on the mic. And so mm. Andre Harrell was leaving uh, Uptown. And Clark called me and was like, yo, I just got 750. This man is paying white executive salaries. Like, you need to figure out how to get in Motown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, how? Simultaneously, my parole officer um, called me and was like, I had a warrant, right? So they came to Atlanta looking for me, said I wasn't reporting. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, you get my paper. Like, what do yeah. you say? Like, I don't know what it is. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm just letting you know. So mm -hmm. ironically, Andre Harrell was going to Washington, D.C., and he wanted to do a party. And Clark was like, this is the best way you could do it. I was like, well, I'm kind of on the run. Right, right, literally. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I got to get back because extradition was like six months. So I was like, let me get to D.C. because that's where the charge was. Mm -hmm. So ironically, same weekend, I threw a party for Andre Harrell. He literally was like, um, you know, he likes Don Perignon. He likes women who look like Crystal and Kayla and the crew. And please, just get the, th you know, get the thing together. I was like, no problem. Mm -hmm. So at this time, Chris Webber, mm -hmm. Jawan Howard, Rasheed Wallace were all playing for the Bullets. Mm -hmm. This is wild. I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> so they were all like, you know, they were at the, you know, in their prime. Mm -hmm. And I threw a party. And literally, when I tell you, had a bottle of Don, well, a couple of bottles of Don Perry, I'm waiting for him, my friends, the way I didn't get there yet. I just wanted him to kind of come and be escorted to his seat and yeah. be impressed. Mm -hmm. By the time I came in, this is the classic Andre Harrell mm -hmm. voice. He was like, oh, shit, this light skinned nigga. Oh, shit. <laughs> He was just going on and on about what I had put together. And I'm yes. talking about like party-wise yeah. and, and, and ambiance-wise. Mm. And he was like, what do you do, nigga? Oh, shit, nigga, this shit is magic. <laughs> and he's like, you DC fly too, look at you, nigga. And so I was like, um, I'm Kenny Burns. Mm -hmm. um, I wanted you to have a good time. Clark told me yes. to take care. He's like, no, no, nigga, what do you do? <laughs> And I was like, I make it happen, you know. What, Period. What, yeah, like, what do you need That's next? You He's like, oh, happen. nigga, you think you fly, nigga. Sit down, nigga, next to the butter wavy, nigga. Excuse me, move over. Let this nigga so <laughs> I'm sitting down, and I'm just like, first of all, Uptown was the soundtrack of my life. Mm -hmm. So as a kid, like, you think about I'll Be Sure, Guy. Yes. You know, the introduction of Mary J, like, mm -hmm. Heavy D and the Boys. And I'm like, I'm sitting here with Andre Herrera. Like, and most people back then weren't, you know, overly in pressed by the executive but I was like he was the one, the one. not the two yeah exactly so anyway, long story short he was like look here nigga 
Get to New York City. 8 a.m. Monday morning. Motown Records, nigga, if you want a job, nigga. You got to show me what you can do. Ah, so I was, ah, I was like, I say it. less. Mm-hmm. I was there at 8 a.m. He didn't get in the 10. He came. He was like, oh, sit this nigga came. Oh, sit this fly DC fly nigga with the butter wavies. <laughs> and dunk on champagne the bubbles. Oh, my and so God. I was like, I want to work. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what do you do? I said, uh, I'm good in the street. Put this nigga in street team market and give him 60000 a year. I was like, word? Like, me throwing you a party got, you, got me 60000 a year on Monday. Now, mind you, I mean, I probably was making more, like, mm-hmm. you know, doing my thing as far as the parties and stuff, but it was like the opportunity to be in the building. Exactly. But when I got in the building, mm-hmm. Crystal, it was lights out, Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. He gave me free reign. I went from 60 to 80 to 120 in a year and a half. And I was just getting opportunities, but, you know, for the first time in my life, outside of Clark Kent and my brother Wendell White, mm-hmm. um, you know, Wendell, but, like, he saw me and paid me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. he saw me, he's like, here's the check. Yeah, literally. And then I was like, oh, okay, wow. this is the thing. So mm-hmm. I went and ran amok and, yeah, he Did Andre, he, I, yeah, I remember... Yeah. Um, when he passed, you, that, I, I didn't know the relationship that you all had, but yeah, um, no, I remember was, that affected you deeply. No, deeply, and I think that that was the start of the change in me too, mm. just who I was. I've always been who I am to this industry, but yes. it was me not co-signing anything else. Not that I ever co-signed it, but being around it is co-signing mm-hmm. And I want people to know that, you know, I never walked to Brooklyn for cheesecake, that was never in my DNA. Mm-hmm. But I also was around when bullshit was going down. And see, I would remove myself because it was none of my business, but it is my business. Mm-hmm. And that's what I, that's where I am now as far as when I tell you passion, meeting, purpose. Like, I can't, nothing can go unchecked anymore. Yeah. You know, and that's what I think as a culture we need to do more of. But speaking of when, when Dre died, like, I was with Dre the last three years of his life. And one of the saddest things was that this man I met, and you just heard the story I told you, but this man I met has so much reverence for and so much respect for who taught me about art and how to you know match it all together. You know, mm-hmm. it's one thing to have a you know Bentley, but mm-hmm. you living in a condo. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm talking about a three hundred, four hundred thousand dollar condo. Mm-hmm. And I know, not the price. You know, yes. your, your car costs as much. much yeah. So it's like or, or, or looking the part and not actually having it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and so I was going through this industry with blinders on, and the last three years of his life taught me. So much because not only did, was he dying, literally he had you know he had triple by- bypass surgery like years before this, yeah. but he was looking different, he was acting different, he was breathing different, and all of this heart you know you had heart surgery, triple bypass yeah. like the biggest yeah. shit you black widow whatever they call it right the widow maker you know yes. what I'm saying but you're going through all these things, and at the same time it hurts my heart because he was not believing in himself, mm. like the man who put all this shit in perspective for for all of us he brought lifestyle to the game before andre and i will give russell similar credit Mm -hmm. you know obviously for run dmc def jam so forth and so but dre made it sexy Mm -hmm. dre made it aspirational Mm -hmm. for everybody not just the hood yes you could be you know what i mean anybody any race Mm -hmm. and want to be the best version of Mm -hmm. yourself and i felt like he was demeaned to a molecule like he was not himself he was not poured into I mean outside of me mm-hmm. and like O'Neal and Nathan and like his immediate you know circle but it was just wild to me because someone who had all that fighting to still be heard after mm-hmm. all after that, all that yeah Jeez. 
Yeah, it was crazy. Oh my goodness. Did he inspire you? You um launched your own record label, Studio yeah. 43, yeah. um, and started a girl group dream. Yeah. Is was Andre a part of that inspiration? He signed Dream. Wow. Like every step like of the way he was there. since I met him, he had been mm. a major piece to my puzzle, you know. Wow. And um it's just ironic how life is too, right? Like mm -hmm. because we weren't given a blueprint on how to do it right. Mm -mm. We were given a blueprint. It was some fucked up shit in yes. the middle of that blueprint. Like Absolutely. even thought process. Like mm -hmm. I'm in the club selling fantasy the first seven, eight years of my marriage. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that making women think they could have me. And I go home. Yes. But at the same time, now this person, now that wasn't the shit to do. They going to still want you. Mm -hmm. I put the shit on. I smell good. <laughs> It's just things that I offer. Right. But you ain't got to be in the club, touch yourself if you love yourself. Right. <laughs> I'm damn near getting panties thrown at me. You right. know what I'm talking about? But I just think they were taught these things. Yes. Like we're literally taught that, mm -hmm. you know, you're supposed to have this and do this and move like, but no, it's like mm -hmm. the real things that really fill you, mm -hmm. like like fill your cup. Like I just think I had learned all that in my processes versus, you know, being taught that early yeah oh I love that and how long did it take you, you talk about um you sold women the fantasy that could have you but yeah. knowing that Jessica had you, you oh know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah yeah and um but what what was the transition of being like you know what this thing for me like let me stop this yeah real talk I didn't want to be the old nigga in the club I was already the party mm -hmm. king at 40 mm -hmm. and I think times have changed mm -hmm. right you don't kind of look at 40 year olds 50 year olds like you did when we were right young mm -hmm. and and honestly our parents were tapping out at 50 they was like yeah. okay retirement's in such 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 yes. a witch <laughs> They stopped dressing. They just, it's like, I'm not doing yes. it. I'm not going. No mm -hmm. It's fine. You can have it. Mm -hmm. But I think we have a little bit more zest for life. We understand we the value of life. Mm -hmm. um, we've created an industry that we don't have to stop. There's mm -hmm. transition as far as, like, your creativity and how you want to show up. And, you know, I feel like I didn't want to be the old guy in the club. But then also, too, I wasn't in it musically anymore. I just had a conversation the other day. It was mm -hmm. like, for the first time in my life, I don't feel like my post, my, my hand is on the pulse of culture. And not, and I'm talking about young culture. Yeah. Like having that skill set my entire mm -hmm. life kept me in the game. Yes. Right? Knowing what young is to go get. Now, mind you, mm -hmm. I do know how to spot talent. Mm -hmm. Far and few in between every time a 10-year gap goes, though. Mm -hmm. And I, it's harder for me now to come, oh, you come. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me get you. Because... Mm -hmm. Ideals change, yes. values change, mm -hmm. and what you want in the game changes. changes yeah. And because we don't have any real gatekeepers anymore, like I challenge all of my my youngers that are like, they're all VPs mm -hmm. and head of this, that, and the third. And I challenge like, would you want your son listening to that bullshit mm -hmm. you promote? Mm -hmm. Would you? And it's not. That's good. No, I have to, right? Mm -hmm. And it's because no one's doing it. No. No one is holding. Like, if you look at these, we were having a conversation on my podcast the other day. If the black executives walked out mm -hmm. of these buildings and went on strike until they were able to sign honestly what they're passionate about or what was mm -hmm. better or best for our community, mm -hmm. they would have to listen. Wow. Because right now they're searching for the op. Mm -hmm. You know, they're searching for the gang member, for mm -hmm. Young Thug mm -hmm. to be even in the mindset he's in right now yes. or was in prior to even... Being a millionaire, having put people on, mm -hmm. does amazing things for the hood, but yet you're still with the bullshit. So what do you think mm -hmm. is going to happen? But we, it's almost like us getting them folding chairs. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember them folding chairs, folding right? We're going to come rescue Bubba and them. Mm -hmm. Goddamn, you ain't going to just be. But yeah. at the same time, you got Ray Ray on the corner mm -hmm. selling dope to your auntie. Mm -hmm. 
You're not talking to him. Your him mom was on the pipe and Reggie responsible. Mm. So we don't, we, we're confused in our thought process. Yes. But that was where I think I started to have, like when I left the club, it wasn't because I don't love people. I mean, obviously I host Essence. I mm -hmm. host, yes. you know, Strength of a Woman. I, I do all these amazing black yes. tempole events, right? Mm -hmm. And that's purposeful because I want to be aligned. Like, I love people. I do not want to entertain. I'm the best to do it. I don't have no records. You are, yeah. I don't, but if any artist is on the same stage, they're going to think about, okay, Kenny's here. I got to make sure mm -hmm. I do the thing because this nigga's going to come out and yes. do my song. Literally. So anyway, so I want to keep that energy, but I also want to be who I'm supposed to be, mm -hmm. not even just for my family and my children, yeah. but for the people that look to me. Mm -hmm. How am I going to be outside with a booth full of women yeah. and I'm married? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's not, that's a, and I was like that mm -hmm. for a long time. Mm -hmm. Not that I was doing anything with anybody, but mm -hmm. yeah. the look, y'all was in the booth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like it, but it's the like, yeah. yeah, but they don't know like our relationship exactly. and how I winged y'all and we had mm -hmm. real you know, camaraderie yeah. for each other versus yes. the look. Exactly. It, so. That's a real thing. Per, per um, perspective is everything. And other yeah. people look at something like. But they're going to look at it like, oh, he got on. Mm -hmm. No, that's Pat. That's not me. That's Patrick Richard. That is not me. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Pat. Shout out, Pushy <laughs> P, man. One of my favorites, man. So, but that's another thing, too. Like, when you look at life, like, who are you putting in position? Look at Pat now. Oh, my goodness. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's what I'm most proud of, things like that. Mm -hmm. Even you, like speaking life into you or like whomever I've come across has felt the energy and used it. Whether they did what I asked them to do or told them they should do, they've mm -hmm. taken a piece of the energy mm -hmm. and applied it. I love that. I love that. You spoke about um, you talking to executives and saying, hey, would you want your um, son listening to this? Mm -hmm. I know you have um, two beautiful sons. Mm -hmm. um, both play basketball. Don't make me cry, nigga. I know. <laughs> Don't make me. Hey, well, I'm just uh, no, look, um, and you, your family just went through something um, crazy. Crazy. Can yeah. You, um, yeah, yeah, absolutely. My son Kyle Burns graduated Wheeler High School uh, spring 2022. He reported in June. Um, wasn't feeling well. I think starting at the end of June, um, came home a couple times. Well, you know, not talking about it because it was like I got headaches or whatever. I'm keeping moving. Um, a good friend of the family, um, and actually the son of his high school coach died uh, shooting the hooch mm -hmm. and drowned. And um, he came home for the funeral mm -hmm. and literally um, the morning of the funeral, he couldn't get out of bed. And it was 8 a.m., took him to the hospital. One o'clock, he was in surgery, he had a brain abscess that was caused by a sinus infection. Mm -hmm. Yep, so if your babies are cold too long, sinusy, go to the doctor. Um, and never heard of anything like this, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So I'm out of town. Get the call, he's in surgery, Jess is like, damn near passing out on FaceTime. I'm like, wait, let me get, uh, you know, so I was on the way. And you know, the first surgery, they didn't get it all. So they had to go do another surgery two weeks later. So this is cutting his skull off of his head and literally, you know, him being without a skull to January 4th of this year, got a uh, fake skull put back on um, and, Literally last uh, Monday, he got home from Japan where he played his first three games in a row. Um, not even a year, August 27th was the first surgery last year. So not even a full year ago. Um, and he's a miracle. But you know, it's, I had never been tested. And to be honest with you, I'm great. That's your, you're turning to a great interview. You want to add this to your, your, your Chiron or whatever. But I literally um, changed again, right? Like, and for the better because 
my entire life I had blinders on, meaning like I would compartmentalize everything. Mm -hmm. Literally though, like literally, oh shit, put it, I would feel it. I would feel it just so I could, oh shit, this, okay, but I would put it away. And I think us as black men and black women, we do that because of what we have to do. Mm -hmm. Now mind you, this whole year my son was going through his thing. And I'm talking about this, this was life or death. This wasn't like, you know, this was like he could go. And I'm having to go show up and host and, you know, be this light and be this energy, right? And to this day, mm-hmm. a lot of people still don't ask me. I mean, they see him, like, oh, I'm glad he's all right. But they have no clue what it took to show up. Right. Every right. time I got to show up. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. But in saying that, though, you know, people look at the burns, it's like they're going to be all right. And I'm sure a lot of people out there feel this, like, oh, they're doing good. They're going to be all right. And you know what we are. And, you know, I, I receive that and I, I take that as a blessing. Mm-hmm. I don't try and judge. I told Jessica the other day, if we judge everybody for their lack of consistency, uh, we would have no friends. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. But that's life. And you're not supposed to mm-hmm. put what you would do on somebody else. Yeah. You're just not supposed to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Because everybody can't handle what you can handle. And that's life. And life be life, child. It, it, it Hello. Does. During that time, um, I know just naturally your faith was stretched. Oh, yeah. Um, how, like, how did you work through that besides just keep pushing through and showing up? Pray, you know, received all the prayer energy from the warriors out there that had us and mm-hmm. never really wavered from what was, what was going to be, you know what I'm saying? Because in life is either or. That's right. And that's drastic, mm-hmm. but it's the truth, you know, and we're getting older. We're going to lose people, y'all. You hear me? Every week. Every week, Clarence Avon just passed. Like every week we're losing superheroes. Mm -hmm. We're losing family members. You know, that year, my father died January 1st, 2022. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Kyle had his surgeries. Kenny tore his ACL. Mm -hmm. You know, um, diagnosis for friends with cancer. Like you just, it's life, you know. But one thing you cannot do is do the woe is me. You know, we're going to catch haymakers, y'all. We're going to catch things that test our faith, test Mm -hmm. our, you know, abilities to to continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was telling Jessica the other day, how much money we got? Right. <laughs> okay, we paid everything. Did, okay, we, we, okay. Because I'm just, you know, you get tired. Mm-hmm. I'm not, and, and I, I, I said this the other day, and somebody was in Medina, you ain't quitting. You can't quit. We need you, nigga. We need Fuck you, you talking about? And so I'm not quitting, but I think, like, you know, to our conversation before we start the podcast, mm-hmm. I'd rather be heard. Mm-hmm. You know, this scene thing is, it comes with a lot. And I'm not even what, like, I don't do what you do. Like, I'm not even, you know, rumored to have seen this, that, and the third, and step with this, that, and the third. And I don't, I don't have those, yeah. but I'm very, you know, I think I'm probably the most noticeable non-celebrity in the world. Absolutely. And I feel like, though, it gets heavy because you only see the good time, Kenny. And I'm tired of being good time, Kenny. I'm not tired of giving you a good time. Yeah. I'm not tired of the, the jokes. Put the and, yeah, man, person. come on, let me be human. Yeah. Shit. Some you, want to chill. you don't want that expectation of every time you walk in a room, all right, make us laugh. Yeah. You know, Tell a joke, nigga. <laughs> and like, I'm not even comedian, although my comedic timing has been amazing um, the last decade. Precise. Very yeah. much so. No, no you are sure. funny. Um, I know that can be annoying. At yeah. Times, you know, yeah. you just want to also, too, again, align. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you grow and evolve and the mm-hmm. things that you adored, you no longer adore. Like mm-hmm. you... 
I adored the streets. Yeah, I was so mm -hmm. thankful for having learned the things I learned. I'm still thankful, mm -hmm. but I'm not condoning anything else street. Like mm -hmm. I, I would give the hustler the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. but you got to transform my yeah. brother, mm -hmm. my sister. You can't continue. And then, mm -hmm. you know, we don't even have honest hustlers anymore. Mm -hmm. We got thieves, literally thieves and scammers. Like we got thieves and scammers. Mm -hmm. Like we, where's the audacity to hustle? Like I'm, right. if you're in the street and you got one way and you can get this amount to get this amount, I'm not going to hate on you. But mm. once you get this amount, you have to do the thing. Mm -hmm. You have to do the thing. And I know I've saved so many lives because of my example, but not even just my example, my actual tutelage. I've yes. given people the game. Mm -hmm. I've created opportunities for them to transition, but like to know better and not do better, I just can't go. Yeah. I can't go anymore. I love that. It's the evolution of Kenny Burns. Yeah, I'm man. loving it. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. You talked about um, having to show up and put a smile on, like especially when you're going through the things with your um, son Kyle. Um, I was just I had Eva Marcel on recently, and we were talking that morning before she she had pulled up. I was in my closet crying, going through some things personally, mm -hmm. and then you literally have to wipe the tears off, literally tell yourself shake it off, and then yeah. go out and be like. Hey! Yeah. Put a smile on your face, and um, that gets really heavy. And a lot of people don't see that side of our lives, yeah. especially people who are in the public eye. Um, they think that everything is just sweet. Hurt, so sweet. Yeah. And I try to, I try to be more transparent about um, the days that I'm not so happy, yeah. so that people can see that oh, like she doesn't have every day is not perfect for her either. You yeah. know. Um, but I will give you some advice with that, please. Though. Don't share everything. Mm -hmm. And I and I say that because to give people an opportunity to comment mm -hmm. opens up a mm -hmm. Pandora's box sometimes, especially mm -hmm. in, in our world. Right. And I feel like, you know, a trusted circle of people to mm -hmm. springboard and bounce things off of mm -hmm. is the way to go. And I would honestly encourage more of the mystique because, mm -hmm. you know, to know you, mm -hmm. obviously, like I do, is mm -hmm. to see the inner light and the things that people don't get to see all the time. But at the same time, it's kind of cool that people don't even know mm -hmm. all the time and leave yeah. them guessing because one thing we have to accept in our business is they're going to talk, child. They, they're going to have some opinions, child. They're going to just be like, yes. okay, but your fingernail polish is chipped. Baby. Right. Whatever life. And life be life. Mm -hmm. Life going life. But we can't control that and nor should mm -hmm. we put ourselves in position mm -hmm. to have to accept any of that. You That's know? so true. And, 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 and again, it's about your circle. Don't mm -hmm. I know you've been you know, uh, outside long enough to know mm -hmm. what, you know, mm -hmm. flawed individuals look like. And there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. And we are flawed ourselves yeah, at times. Absolutely. But, but if you try to, um, you know, try to please, mm -hmm. you'll be in the people pleasing business yeah. instead of the crystal right. business. So. That's so true. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, so Thank you. I appreciate it. You don't nobody shit. You don't owe nobody nothing. I don't owe nobody No, I'm shit. talking about family members, because no, let me tell you how life works. Tell me. It be your people, man. Mm. It be your people. Be your own people. It be your people, people. Mm -hmm. Now, we don't choose certain people as family or mm -hmm. friends, but mm -hmm. it be your people. Yeah. So you just got to do. Don't, don't put them in the box. The one thing I, I regret mm -hmm. um, is, you know, has nothing to do with that, but has everything to do with as I matured in the business and I grew, mm -hmm. you know, we all chasing something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Especially when you're defining who you are. Mm -hmm. You don't know who you are from the dough. It's, mm -mm. A, it's a continuance of like figuring you out. 
in the process you're making money you have mm -hmm. relationships but one thing man is like when you have great relationships mm -hmm. hold on to those relationships yeah a lot of things are circumstantial yes no a lot of things are circumstantial mm -hmm. and you're cool with the people you're around mm -hmm. a lot in this moment mm -hmm. but don't leave you know those friendships now real yeah. friendships are going to be intact i have mm -hmm. all of my friendships from day one intact mm -hmm. But That's a lot good. of things gets confusing as you grow, mm -hmm. but these people in your immediate circle aren't always your friends mm -hmm. just because y'all on set and y'all doing these things mm -hmm. and you're around these people. You mm -hmm. have to keep your core, your core. Yeah, that's so true. And I, mm -hmm. I um, recently have gone through a purging season where I realized that people that had been in my life for years weren't happy for me. And it's like we started the same place and then it's like I'm ascending, ascending, ascending and that person's still where we started or they may have grown a little bit, but not to the magnitude that I have. And it becomes this jealousy and envy. And Fuck them. Everybody can't go. Yeah, that's what my therapist said. She's everybody like, can't literally, go. everybody can't go. I hope she said fuck them, too. <laughs> she didn't say fuck You don't owe them nothing. Yeah. You don't, if you had a friendship, mm -hmm. that's what I'm trying to tell you. If you had a friendship, you're going to be friends. Mm -hmm. yeah. If it was never a friendship, it's going to rear its head. Mm-hmm. Mm. Speaking of friendships, now that we're on that topic, <clears> um, <throat> how do you maintain and nourish the friendships that you build in this industry. Cause I know navigating this industry can be catty. You mm. meet a lot of fake people. Mm. Um, mm. You sure you want this ass? Yes, I want it. <laughs> I don't have many friends in this industry. I have a lot of acquaintances. I have a lot Ooh. of transactional relationships, which is totally fine. Mm -hmm. um, I can count on one hand mm. how many friends I have yeah. in this industry. Wow. Um, and it's okay, but I think people should know mm -hmm. that this is a transactional world, not mm -hmm. just business. 90% mm -hmm. of your relationships are transactional. Well, see, mm -hmm. we don't understand that. Mm -hmm. We don't understand the value in that. I understand mm -hmm. the, the, the value of yeah. it. The only thing that's changing with me now, I understand the relationships are transactional, mm -hmm. but I'm not gonna fuck with you if you can't be aligned with my purpose and passion. I love that. And it's not even, it's for sanity, it's for association. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you youngers know, but they're creating this gang bill that if you're affiliated, you're a part of the shit. Just oh, like, wow. like athletes and them got caught up yeah. Absolutely. Wow. And I, you know, I had said something on the Earn Your Leisure podcast where I was talking about a percentage, you know, of crime went down. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like 30% of murders went down mm -hmm. when certain gang members got locked up. Wow. But guess what? At the end of the day, mm -hmm something changed when that happened. Mm -hmm. You have to change like that in your relationships though. You're right. If you're associated mm -hmm. with people that are not good for you mm. or not aligned with what you're doing, I tell my male partners all the time, yeah, you go, but you know what he do, right? You mm -hmm. know how he get out. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool, well, as long as you know. Right. But you're subject to like losing time. We don't have time to we get don't. back. No, we don't. So any choices that you make in that realm, you're, you're sacrificing time. Time wow. is not, it's fleeting. It's not on our side. We're mm -hmm. not here forever. Wow. And it could change. It could derail your whole life. Literally. Literally. I bet if them executives was a part of the Ricos and on the murder cases, they wouldn't sign. Them. They sure wouldn't be signing. Them. No, they sure. Then they would change what the rappers are even rapping about. I bet the entire world would change the, if that uh, one little piece changed. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's so powerful. And I agree with you. I do. Um, it's time. Did you watch? Um, they clone Tyrone. Child of the episode. It inspired me so it's, much. It was black side tire. It was. And it just showed you when they was the music, fighting off the yes. music. And then hug. When it, let's, it, literally, when the music changed. With they, the chicken. 
the great juice. This is this is a real thing. It's a real thing. And we are brainwashed every day. Mm -hmm. I'm intelligent. Mm -hmm. I have a value of mm -hmm. life spent and shared. I'm still peeling back the layers on the onion. Mm. I'm still saying, don't like that nigga shit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Kenny, don't <laughs> like that nigga shit. <laughs> You're leaving niggadom today. Leave it. That's real. And I'm 50. Yeah. And I'm still trying to get out of some of my ways. Mm. But ladies and gentlemen, imagine the ones that aren't as strong. Wow. And we talking about, let's, let's do the 90-10 analogy. 90% mm -hmm. of the world is going to participate. They're going to follow. Mm -hmm. They're going to do everything that this small percentage does. And even in that 10%, it's only probably 2% that's willing to kill everybody to get the money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I, I believe I'm one in the 10% that cares. Mm -hmm. But I still ain't willing to do certain shit. That's why I'm going to be where I'm at. Exactly. I'm going to be where I'm at. I'm mm -hmm. defining success for myself. Mm -hmm. You can have the rest. Yes. Yes. I agree with that. Oof. Unpacking. Unpacking, Child. peeling back the layers of the onion. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, how do you, even from a very young age, you've been in this industry, how did you maintain integrity? Shit, I never walked to Brooklyn for cheesecake. I was never going to be put in a position mm -hmm. where I was going to go through what door number two. What did they ask you to do that? What would you have done? Come on. <laughs> At that age, it's been a fist fight. <laughs> Fuck you talking to. Right. You know what I'm talking about? Period. But right. like now, I think like, you know, we see people dumbing out. Mm-hmm. For the check, it ain't like rap music. It ain't mm -hmm. about the art. It's mm -hmm. about money. Literally. Give me three hundred thousand. You have my. Mm -hmm. I saw a whole interview where um, Yo Gotti was talking about three sixty deals are good, mm -hmm. and he was talking about streaming is good. And I'm like, like first of all, Napster happened to the business. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when Napster I happened do. to the business? Mm -hmm. That's what streaming eventually is. Yes. And then the they clone Tyrone mentality mm -hmm. would be like they created all that to get to this. Yes. And then you got somebody who's one of the most successful in rap music mm -hmm. now saying that all this is good. Come sign this 360. You know 360 deals take a percentage yes. of everything, everything you do. So I'm the label. So basically they funneling the money back around to them. It's a complete circle. It's mm -hmm. a complete hamster wheel. Yeah. But he literally... Because One of the biggest doing it. Mm -hmm. So people looking like, yeah, I'm going to do a three. Because he's an slave. executive now, but as an artist, he probably wouldn't agree with that. Not coming from an independent. You no. were an independent. You were part of the. the yes. So, but and, now that he has artists. And listen, different. I ain't knocking nobody for getting their hustle. Mm -hmm. Somebody going to listen to that buying to it. Mm -hmm. You know, but yeah. as, as, a, as a leader mm -hmm. in the community, mm -hmm. you have to be responsible for these youngins. Yeah. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I'm not going to just be. Because yeah. I'm. <laughs> I'm feeling a little spicy. We got some Uncle Ness. Listen. Tear the industry down today. Today, right here. Burn this bitch down. Listen, it would change the world, though. No, and, and listen, we are in the precipice of black culture right now. Mm -hmm. And if we don't burn down hip hop music specifically and bring it back, mm -hmm. we are at risk of losing the soundtrack that has built three generations now. Mm. The soundtrack. Now, mm -hmm. I don't think hip-hop culture mm -hmm. will leave yeah. because there's industry now, fashion, mm -hmm. lifestyle. Yes. Um, but at the same time, we are, in, we are at risk of losing a form of music. Yeah. Do you remember rock music mm -hmm. was like the number one music in yes. the world? Mm -hmm. Rock music is an indie genre. Wow. Rock music. That's crazy. And if you look at pop music, it's emulated the best of hip hop mm -hmm. and made it 
stairs. Yeah. You got Taylor Swift. Listen to what I'm about to tell you. Everything Taylor do could be pop leaning, but in energy and attitude, it's hip hop. Mm -hmm. It's hip hop culture. Yeah. From the dances to the audacity to be something she not, everything mm -hmm. she represents. Mm -hmm. But people don't always like adhere to that no. because we get money now finally. Yes. But guess what? If if my generation took it to a trillion, mm. your generation supposed to goddamn mm. in systemic disparities yeah. in the financial system. Mm -hmm. If we got it to this point, your generation is supposed to make it equitable mm -hmm. for black and brown. Folks. Yes. Yep. There's no, I mean, but now it's like slavery all over again. No, literally. No, literally. Yeah. It's We're slaves. These kids are slaves. Mm. And they ain't even, let's smoke some weed no more. They want to do the shit. They want it to. It shuts the organs down. Yes. So it kills them. You can't yeah. even go get no medicine that's going to kill you because you drink it every day. Mm-hmm. Mm. Your body's You're immune. immune. Yep. Your body's immune. Wow. But these are things like that. This is where I am. Mm -hmm. And I understand why people get butt naked and move to the woods. Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. life get to taking over your mindset. Yeah. And you be like, what, what, what is going on? Mm -hmm. And then you're looking at the political sphere. Oh. You, you dumb excuse I'm sorry mm -hmm. I keep cursing. You, can, you, can cuss. you stupid because <laughs> you thinking not voting because it ain't going to matter. Who is getting Trump right now? Fannie. Mm -hmm. Fannie. That's local state government. Yes. You think it ain't going to matter if you show up to the polls and the one that got him. Listen, I don't know about them other cases. Right. Fannie got him. Got him. It's on tape. Mm -hmm. They not going to go. Listen to me. White people, and I love my white friends, and I'm not talking to all white people, but white mm -hmm. people are in fear of losing their race. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. That's why you see them bucking like they bucking. But guess what happened mm -hmm. in Georgia? The same thing that happened when we turned this blue. When I was on the air, and y'all thought I was crazy, mm -hmm. talking about why we should vote. Fannie got him. Yeah. Fannie got him. Got him. He not getting up out of that one. Mm -mm. And all you co-conspirators in a Rico, huh? Rico, Kalo K, huh? Yeah, yeah. You get locked up too, Rudy. Mm -hmm. You old bastard. And I think he was <laughs> essential in the Rico bill in creating the Rico. He was a part of wow. the thing. But like y'all don't understand why voting's important. So important. They Child. don't. They do not. Child. I love you. I, I love you. You are so, I love this. Kenny's on fire. I love it. I love it. You have um, a very solid friendship with D-Nice. Yes. How did that turn, that friendship turn to business? Because now you guys are like, it's almost like your own group. Yeah, Nice and Burns is a real thing. Yeah, um, a real thing. Anytime we link up, it's magic. Oh my. Um, very proud mm -hmm. of uh, what he's been able to do. Um, I mean, I never would have done Kennedy Center. Mm -hmm. Apollo, Crazy. Carnegie Hall. Mm -hmm. I mean, venues where, I mean, not Apollo, but those other venues where black people mm -hmm. couldn't perform. Yeah. You know, we actually did the um, Apollo in one of the OGs, I think it's like 70 something. It's like, this is one of the best performances mm -hmm. that the Apollo's ever seen. I'm like, shut up. I don't mean to disrespect you, OG, but shit the fuck up. You had Motown in this motherfucker. You had hip hop in the earth. You mean that this was one of the best? Listen. So I don't, you know, think I would have got those opportunities without yeah. my brother. So I'm, I'm proud. I'm thankful. Um, I love what he's created mm -hmm. with his uh, movement. And um, he deserves it, you yeah. know. Thinking something into fruition is what happened with D-Nice. Before mm -hmm. the pandemic hit, he was already doing White House and, mm -hmm. you know, the big black tent pole events like we were both doing together. Mm -hmm. 
But this um, thing he used to say to me all the time, I want to be the biggest black DJ wow. playing black music. You know, mm -hmm. EDM was going crazy mm -hmm. and everybody was $200,000 to show up like Tiesto yeah. and all the motherfuckers getting paid. Yeah. And D used to always say, well, I want to be that. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, we can. Yes, and we will. He did it by himself. <laughs> and I love it. And I'm happy for him. And without him, you know, we wouldn't have got through yeah, no, COVID so no. easy. Especially yeah. when you think about, he said something, mm. Crystal. I want to be the biggest black DJ playing black music. Mm -hmm. Huh? Yeah. Where do you go from there? Like, exactly. And you did it? Did it. Like, so, literally. And you were it. on an island with us in the middle of nowhere, sure child, was. doing the butt. I got the footage. <laughs> huh? Insert here. It literally, insert. That was a fun weekend. Man, it was so beautiful. And that was but my it was, first time experience. It was black and it was excellent. And we were fish out of water. Mm -hmm. a, literally. Literally fish. You know what I'm talking about? But like in a different place and yes. time and that moment mm -hmm. was for us and that's the beauty that yeah. D has been able to create for himself and we've been able to create together. I love that. I love that. Um, you are an entrepreneur. You built your own empire. Um, you're not easily placed in a box. You have the Kenny Burns show. You do your emceeing thing. You're an investor in Uncle Nearest, yes. LS Cream Liquor. Series A investor so, for hey. all y'all who keep asking me <laughs> what I do, huh? Well, what you do with Uncle Neil? I still funded the, the, the initial funds. I know that's tell them. Hey, that's right. different. And that's I started at seventy-five cents a share. It's now worth twenty-nine dollars. Talk about it. Huh? What you yes. doing? With you, what you doing with? Huh? Ask me. Ask me another motherfucking question. Huh. Okay. Talk your shit, King. Yeah, yeah. That's my it. first spirit investment. I have four more. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, What's that? You have um. Uh, Boosa Vodka, Biab Gin, part of Spearhead yep. Spirits, which is. A company um, just gonna own ten percent of. Come on. Um, and then Him and have, his wife yeah, own ten percent. And we have of, LS Cream it. Liqueur, which is a Haitian yes. Cremos inspired cream liqueur. Mm. We own ten percent of that as well. So. Love that. I know that's right. Yeah. I need to come. I, I need to come to Love Land and get some yeah, investment some advice. Yes. Yeah. I love Put your feet it. in the grass and love. Yeah. Land. It's a thing. I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot mm. wait. Um, I know this business can be gruesome and. Having a hold of your mental and emotional wellness is key. What does someone like Kenny Burns do? Do you do have a therapist? Do you? No, you know I. I Y'all gonna just judge me if you like to. I don't. I don't no judgment. This is a judgment. No judge me. I want you to. I want you to be in the comments. <laughs> I don't really. I think therapy is good. Mm -hmm. I think it's always good to have someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. um, the thing about people that get paid for it, though. Is that they won't keep telling you shit to come back. It's just my observation. It's just my observation. I have a wife, mm -hmm. and my wife is my therapist mm -hmm. because she's also my biggest love hater. So I don't never get mm -hmm. the yes, Kenny shit. You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? So I get the truth. Yeah. And I need the hurtful truth sometimes. I need the shit that's going to just jiggle my spine. Because mm -hmm. people like to tell you things and try to ease it on yeah. in you. They do. You know what I'm saying? Pause. But the thing. <laughs> The thing about it is you need the truth. See, you need the truth and not a matter of fact truth mm -hmm. in response to something yeah. you might ask in, in the form of a question mm -hmm. and answer, but you're tripping. Yeah. You know you shouldn't have did that. Wow. So, you know, I, I, I believe in therapy mm -hmm. with the people that I love and I know love me the best mm -hmm. and have my best interest. I don't believe in like sitting down with someone I don't know and need to get to know and tell them about my problems mm. immediately. Mm -hmm. Not that it's bad, mm -hmm. and whoever does it, mm -hmm. if you find that you might not have those relationships, mm -hmm. it works. Um, yeah. But yeah, and I also don't take things so literally. Mm -hmm. 
you know, again, I said uh, that I said earlier in our conversation that this is a transactional world as mm -hmm. far as relationships are concerned. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with that. I, I used to get a little bit annoyed when mm -hmm. people I felt I loved mm -hmm. and poured into didn't love and pour into me back, mm -hmm. human quality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I don't really take anything too personal. Mm -hmm. I'm damn sure not about to dwell in it. I know that's right. Yeah, I got to get yeah. to it. Yeah. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> you don't. You know? No, no, none of us none do. None of us do. No, we don't. Um, I see that you work out a lot. Shout yeah, out. you know. Mr. Shup and Train. 50. <laughs> 50 huh? where? Huh? <laughs> Let's take this motherfucking face and put it against some other 50-year-old bodies and shit. Don't have me show you my nipple. They got a little thing under it. Yeah, it's called a... Let's call her. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and I just, you know what, before my 40th birthday, I decided that health is, well, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. um, Love I live life for a living and, and the things that come with it. Mm -hmm. So you got to have balance. No, you definitely have to have balance. Yeah. You do. Um, we touched on your family, but your wife, who yeah. I just adore. Fun fact. Um, she the coldest. I had, she is. I yeah. had um, never yeah. met Jessica until the um, season one premiere of Sisters. Really? Yeah, you all came together, but oh, I at always, um downtown. Yes, yeah. I would always see her like on your Instagram and um, just the way she carried herself without even knowing her. Yeah. When I got when I finally got to meet her, I just pulled her aside and said, "I just want to tell you, like, when I look at you, I'm like, that's how I want to carry myself." So, oh my gosh, she yeah. is just. And then once I got to know her, I'm like, oh my gosh, she's amazing. She's so good. Yeah, but yeah. like just the way that she her presence is without saying a word. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's a superpower of hers. Mm -hmm. I always say that. Jessica could care less mm -hmm. about all this energy everybody loves. Yeah. She could care less. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't impress her, the people I know, mm -hmm. the you know, I remember leaving um Sean Cone's Wine and Spirits. I started a launch revolt twenty thirteen, moved them to LA. I remember that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, story time. Yeah. <laughs> and so we um were literally I, I used to go to work telling her I might fight him today. I'm gonna close this door, one person walking out. And it got to the point where it was like, I'm leaving. Oh, man. Right? And yeah. so I never forget, I literally went and met with Dia. We shot the Dia Sims, mm -hmm. um, love her to death. And I told Andre, I was like, I'm leaving. I can't because it's just ego at this point. It's not even work. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I can't even get off the superhero shit that I got mm -hmm. to get off. Mm -hmm. And so uh, and I'm glad I did because two months later, I got the uh, Uncle Nearest deal. Wow. So look at God. Won't he do it? Um, but I had literally went home. Mm -hmm. I, I told her, I was like, today, you know, I quit. I had been telling you, mm -hmm. I'm quitting. Mm -hmm. And she's like, all right, what are they paying you? And I was like, you know what? I ain't even talk about that. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the type of person I walk away from eight gazillion dollars because I don't feel right. Mm. She said, you need to call them and figure out this bag because mm -hmm. that you know, moved your family out here. Yeah. yeah. Now, mind you, I probably would have got to that a day or two later, but it was fresh. And she was yes. like, don't let that shit get to date. Mm -hmm. yes. But that's what I love most about it, because it's all a way, it always has been about what's best for us as a family. Mm -hmm. And she's never wavered with relationships or, you know, been impressed with the shit. Yeah. You know, and I can't, I couldn't have had that. You know yeah. what I mean? And then she has her own, like she's getting her master's from Howard. And she has her own yeah. thing she does for her mm -hmm. that not only keeps me like, damn, you, you, you getting doper? Like, how yeah. you get doper? I told her that, I said, I don't even know what love is. I think I need a stronger word. Because the level of appreciation. Yes. You know, when you have kids, go through what we went through this last year with our youngest son and mm -hmm. just who we are to people. We, on, we in first class the other day. I didn't mean to say first class like it was a thing. But we on the plane. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
And this guy, and I want to know who you are, sir. Mm. He in a mask, glasses, hat, but he black. Mm -hmm. He got, you know, he got some, you, you know, he knows something about something. something. Yeah, yeah. So we get separated because I didn't pay attention to the ticket. So she's sitting in 3A, I'm sitting in 3D. Mm -hmm. And we get off the plane and the guy says to me, yo, keep going, man. I love, you know, what you're doing. Now, mind you, I get this. And I love it. Mm -hmm. And thank you. Please don't yes. stop. Right? Because knowing that I affect you, and this is not mm -hmm. party shit, good mm -hmm. time, Kenny shit. This is what you're doing on your podcast, mm -hmm. how you're showing up in culture with your family yes. shit. He literally like that. And so we walk into the thing. And Jessica's like, you know, he was sitting next to me. And when I sat down, he was like, thank you for what you and your husband do. And we, uh, we get this stuff, though. And mm -hmm. it's like, for us, we're being us. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. And yes, we're trying. The black love thing was intentional. Jessica doesn't do anything. She's been offered Housewives mm -hmm. since season two. She's wow. been offered, we, they want to do Love and Hip Hop Atlanta around me and my crew. Like, mm -hmm. we just turned down things because it mm -hmm. wasn't about that. Yes. And now mm -hmm. that we're older, people are like, yo, this is the thing. Yeah. Thank you because seeing mm -hmm. it, I will be 24 in October. Yeah. We'll be 24 years married. Wow. In October. I'm 50. That's half my life. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you look at that and you're like, the things that were innately us. Um, the things that she poured into me and that I poured into her yeah. are what people love most about us. It's mm. not any of the accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we had to get there mm -hmm. through what I did in the industry. Yeah. But the light has, you know, turned mm -hmm. on the things that matter most, which yeah. is the title of my new book, What Matters Most. Oh, Tyler's new book, What you Matters Most. You like the way most. I brought that together? I love huh? it. You better like plug the it. Tyler, I'm here. <laughs> Tyler, if you see this and you're inspired, I'm here, brother. You know what I mean? I something. That we could do. <laughs> Definitely. Um, yeah, but I think that's what life's about. What matters most. You can't go through life and think that it's material things um, mm. or being a, in a certain relationship pool that's going to define you yeah. and your success. You have to define it for yourself. You and ultimately, you have to grow into it, too. We get lost in it's going to be this way immediately. No, mm -hmm. you know how long it took me to get here? I'm still, I just told you, I'm peeling the, them layers back. Yes. Still, I want mm -hmm. to not be a nigga. I want to not say the word nigga, but I can't stop saying nigga because sometimes niggas... Be nigga. Be nigga. You know what I'm talking about, nigga? <laughs> I know what you're talking about, nigga. Shit. Listen to We all work in progress, y'all. We are. Hello, ain't nobody better than another. We might know more than you, so sometimes you need to listen. What you said. <laughs> Sometimes you need to they listen. They need to listen. That's all. That's it. Because I'm listening. Mm-hmm. And you are. And, and I, I see how you're growing and you're listening and you're like, yeah. you're peeling back the layers. It's yeah. beautiful. It is. Yeah. Um, Jessica has, she's the author of a book called Golden Guidance. Mm -hmm. I actually have a copy of it. And um, it's a book of reflections of self-love, faith, healing, and growth. Being that you both are entrepreneurs, how do you guys balance the, and support each other's vision and growth? Well, first of all, a little story time. She gave me Acts of Faith mm -hmm. when we first started dating. Really? The book Acts yeah. of Faith by Ayan Levantin. Mm -hmm. And I don't read. I mean, of course I read, but mm -hmm. I'm not a, you know, I'm not feminine. But I would read this book and I'm like, oh, shit. And so that kind of started mm -hmm. defining who we were going to be. Mm -hmm. So it was pouring into, yeah. right, like in support. Mm -hmm. Again, I, I, I quit Cones, Wine, and Spirit. I was making a lot of money. And she was like, all right, let's go. Aww. The other day, I was like, how much money I told you? Mm -hmm. And she's like, what you want to sell all this property and just get moved to a condo? What you want to do? Aww. I'm like, oh, because we're almost empty nesters. Uh, almost. Almost. He's but, almost. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, do you, you know, it's like what you want to do. Mm -hmm. Because you prove in a relationship who you are in a relationship. Yeah. 
Wow. Don't let that go over your head. Mm. And people a lot of times don't know the value of proving yourself to your partner. Mm. But once you get on that that plateau, that plane, mm -hmm. like when you get on that little like playing field and, mm -hmm. it's, and it's even, there's no more proving, mm -hmm. it's it's everything you wanted to be. And yes, in relationships, you have to prove yourself to your partner. How do you think you're going to gain trust? Mm. How do you think you're going to get to a certain point in life together? Yeah. Because guess what, y'all? The reason people don't stay together is because they grow apart. You got to grow together. Mm. And so we've always been in tandem like that. And even when she didn't understand, she trusted mm. that I would. That, yes. She trusted I would get it together. Mm -hmm. mm. And I took the responsibility because that's who I am. Yeah. But wow. you have to have yin and yang. Everybody's mm -hmm. not going to be able to be, you mm -hmm. know, the, the one who makes the money. You can't. Mm -hmm. Like seldom do I see relationships. And big shout out to the ones that do. Mm -hmm. I admire you. <laughs> but seldom do you see where, like, the money's equal. But the value is not money in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The value is not money. Mm -hmm. It's what are you doing for your family? Mm -hmm. How are you progressing as a unit? Mm -hmm. And that's where people go, my career, I'm going to sacrifice all this shit for mm -hmm. what I got to do because I ain't. Yeah. No, that's not a conducive yeah. trait mm -mm. for a relationship. That's true. You got to be in tandem. And I think the fact that we've been in tandem, mm -hmm. the, fa the fact that she's supported everything I've ever wanted to do. Wow. I've supported everything she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. But this one time, child, she wanted to do hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you was not happy. You, you went with no, it. No, just 12 hours a day gone. But she learned yeah. from it. You know, and that, but that's how you grow. Mm -hmm. You don't just... Yeah. It's not magic. Mm -hmm. It don't just be magical all the time. Yeah. You got to go through some things. Yeah. But quitting, mm -hmm. quitting is, is, is what people think is the answer yes. a lot of times. Wow. You know? Mm -hmm. And if you're friends, mm -hmm. yeah, I, want, I want to say this. If you're friends, you might want to work that shit out. Because mm -hmm. if you're friends, mm -hmm. you really, there's nothing you really can't get over. Right. Wow. So, That's real. Yeah. I needed that. You know, I'm here, baby. You know, God has a mysterious way of showing up. <laughs> he really does. No, you really just spoke to it'd me. It'd be through people. It'd be goddamn mm -hmm. uh, hummingbirds show up at your window. Whatever it is, yeah. you got to pay attention to the signs. You do. It could be kitty birds on your couch just dropping nuggets. I mean, because I'm comfortable, child. All I need is a goddamn acai bowl. <laughs> this is too comfortable. What, what, what we watching next? Right. <laughs> Is it for me or Satima? Right. Soon. I can't talk yeah. about it, though, because you're on strike. Oh, my bad. So you said it. I didn't say it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I dare say it about that motherfucking uh, strike. Oh, huh? yeah. We like, we literally cannot talk about past, present, future projects. Really? Nothing, yeah. Well, I'm talking about it, God damn it. Tyler, what I want to happen is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked about your investments. How did you even... Because in our community... I mean, even for me, like I'm just getting into it, learning about it, still trying to understand the contracts, yeah. um, especially when you get into it early before it goes public. Right. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about that? Cause just for our community to even understand, how do you get yeah, into investing? Sure, yeah. How I got into investing in spirits was that I was in spirits before mm -hmm. I became an owner. Right. I was um, in the clubs heavy. Mm -hmm. um, and you remember the Great Goose days. So I, I, I created influencer programs mm -hmm. that all spirit companies use. I feel like I was the beta for that because mm. I don't know if you remember my 35th birthday party at the Versace Mansion. You might not have been outside. Mm -hmm. Outside, yeah. Yeah. But I had, had Mort Hennessy mm -hmm. um, pay for the entire thing. So all of my best friends and I stayed in the Versace Mansion. Oh, nice. Except Gianni's room because yeah. The bed was 35 feet long and you just. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's kind of the energy was a little. The little it, 
Right. So, um, but that party kind of put me on the map of like, how is it, how does this non-celebrity mm. bring all these people mm-hmm. to the Versace Mansion? And then, more importantly, how do we spend $200,000 on this party for this non-celebrity? Wow. So that's when they were kind of flirting with the idea of people outside of celebrity mm-hmm. having access and being able to move the needle. Yes. So then, fast forward, Grey Goose wanted to go against the Ciroc flavors and came to the market mm-hmm. and was like, look, we have L'Orange, Le Poire, we want to get into the, you know, the, um, I'm sorry, we're in the flavors game, but we want to compete. Yes. They're like, we're going to give you this opportunity, and what you do with the opportunity will, you know, tell our future together. Mm-hmm. Went up 90, uh, 498% Whoa. in the market in six months. But I was, it was cheap. It was cheating. Mm-hmm. I had the world-famous compound, all the clubs. Listen. I'm at the table. Y'all mm-hmm. in the booth, we popping bottles. <laughs> going crazy. <laughs> then, of course, that world-famous thing happened with Puff, where he came and threw ice at us in my booth. and was like, fuck y'all light-skinned niggas. <laughs> y'all ain't shit. Y'all... We not supporting some rock because we got our own shit. Like mm. so, but anyway, that you can go yeah. to YouTube channel and, and watch it. Ti just came home from having Beirut in his trunk. Mm. It was a whole thing. Um, so yeah, but it was um, those things that kind of like, you know, kept me kind of wanting to be an owner. And then mm. when I went to uh, launch Revolt Television, I told you I transferred into the Cones Wine and Spirit side. So. You know, uh, Apple Ciroc was my launch. Mango was my launch. Wow. Um, Delion Tequila was my launch. And then after things didn't work out, um, you know, I just kept my, you know, arms open to receive. Mm. And because I was in the spirit world, Mm -hmm. you know, um, my reputation preceded me. Mm -hmm. And someone came to me and was like, on a golf course, which I do not golf. Until now. I bet I heard a lot of shout the ping. (laughs) Um, But yeah. but yeah, they were like, I'm investing. It was a VC group that was investing in Uncle Nears. So I was like, you have to meet this woman, Fall mm-hmm. Weaver. And I was like, she's dynamic. Yeah, had no idea how dynamic she was. Mm-hmm. I was like, sure. So I go, I meet her in Nashville, go to um, Shelbyville. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I go to Lynchburg first. Okay. Walk the hollowed land. The original bottle, actually, of Uncle Nears has a house on the front. And it's mm-hmm. called the Dan Call Farm. Mm-hmm. Fawn um, bought that farm underneath Jack Daniels' nose. She was telling me the story and all this gangster shit she was doing. Wow. That's why to this day she always laughs. Cause like you gangster. Mm. Um, so she bought that. She, um, you know, took me through the storytelling. We sipped water from the original creek that Jack Daniels was making whiskey. Wow. Um, so we was going through this whole thing. And by the time we got to where it was an equestrian ranch mm-hmm. that is now near Screen Distillery. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about, you know, we just bought this too. We're going to build this distillery and all. So I'm like, yeah, man, what's mm-hmm. up? I want 10% of the company. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't give you 10% of the company, but I give you some shares that you will just fall in love with. And I was like, all right, cool. She called me a week later. She was like, here are the shares. I had never been offered anything in my life. Yeah. And when someone says, you know, mm-hmm. a couple hundred thousand shares, you're like, oh, yeah, of course, ownership. Yeah, yes. Remember what I said earlier about the 75 cent versus $29. Mm-hmm. And then do the math. So then I was like, you know, cool. But mm-hmm. my job was kind of like, a, you know, you remember we did the breakfast club together for all. Oh, we did that whole run and, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram started going crazy. But yeah. the beauty of that entire investment was that not only was it history, but I met like someone I wanted to be like, like mm-hmm. I wanted to be like Andre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's younger wow. than me. Okay. She's like four years younger than me, I think. Mm-hmm. But like, I just, like, I call him my spirit animal because mm-hmm. it's like, you a cold motherfucking dropout. Mm-hmm. You fucking, like, 
took your life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And put in a chokehold and did what the fuck you wanted with it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you look at like, I'm, I'm talking about day one. Like they had the brand concept and idea, but they hadn't launched anything. Yeah. I was wow. there day one. That's amazing. Yeah. So, you know, look at her growth and who she is, the culture and what it was. Mm-hmm. Just opened my eyes to a different way of doing business. Mm-hmm. From that, um, LS Cream came mm-hmm. through our incubator program at Uncle Nears. That's not through our program, but Fawn and I mm-hmm. invested independent of, um, of the incubator program. Also, the Spearhead Spears opportunity came through the incubator program, which they passed on because they had already bought into a gin, but mm-hmm. that came through. So she's been the gift that keeps on giving wow. in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, um, kind of way. We're more brothers and sisters. We don't do a lot of business. I mean, you know, she um, is going to announce very soon. Damn, I was just about to say it. I'm glad I didn't move my mom. <laughs> but she just made a play that's, I mean, she'll be the seventh largest um, spirit company in the world. That's eventually incredible. With this play. Yeah. And that's like I, ironic. Six years? That's crazy. Yeah. Seven years will be seven years. It's mm-hmm. coming. That's not a long time. So, yeah, it's just been a blessing. And yeah. um, I'll continue to align myself back to your original question with things that are a part of what I do. Mm-hmm. I, I suggest any entrepreneur, you know, align yourself with things you love. Yeah. Align yourself with things that you're actively doing. Mm-hmm. Um Eventually, when I don't drink, I think I'll probably stop drinking mm-hmm. one day. Yeah. I'll sell my portfolio, but I'll always align myself mm. with um, things that I'm passionate about. And yes. that I really, because those are the things that have worked for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not one to just, I mean, Jessica dabbles with stocks and our portfolio on that side. Mm-hmm. But she's very, you know, strategic about what she's yeah. doing. So I don't really suggest doing anything you don't love. Mm-hmm. Um, I would be very passionate about it. Um, and I would, you know, because being passionate about it means you want to know about it and stay up on it. Exactly. So, that's, that's the big deal mm-hmm. when it comes to um, investing. I love that. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Ah, Kitty, yeah, I appreciate you. No, for sure. This going to go crazy. No, it's going to go crazy, guys. Yeah. Thank you so much. Um, we do what we call positive outcomes. Yes. And this is where they write into us and ask us for advice. And um, we just... Giving the best we can. Absolutely. <laughs> it says, hey, Crystal, last year I saw your BMW Uncorked interview and it literally changed my life. I was having a really tough time dealing with a career that I knew wasn't for me, especially knowing that I was meant to be doing something more. You talked about pivoting careers and being in a season of pouring into yourself, which is something that I need to work on. Mm. But I believe God often uses people to speak to others. And that day he definitely used you to speak to me. Because that was the moment I felt this flooded, this was a flood of emotions and a voice that said that it was okay to go after my dreams of being a graphic designer, video editor, and that feeling hasn't gone away. But in pursuing my passion, I'm finding my purpose of life has been turned upside down on multiple occasions. I swear it seems like every time I turn, I start to gain momentum and there's a major life event that happens, a divorce, multiple deaths in the family, losing my job, you name it, that knocks the wind out of me. Sometimes I feel like I'm so close to my breakthrough yet so far away. Whew, been there. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, how do you find strength, motivation, and the courage to continue pursuing your passion, walking in your purpose during those moments when it feels like everything is stacked against you? Mm. Wow. Oof. Um, first of all, thank you for writing in. And when I, I always tell this story, when I moved to Atlanta to pursue my dreams, it was the hardest year of my life. And if I had have give, had have given up, I wouldn't be where I am today. Um, but there was moments where I did, and 
where I just like, I am I doing the right thing? thing? Did I make the right decision? But I feel like when God plants a seed in you and you know that's what you're supposed to do, you have to keep pushing through it. Um, I know it's hard with dealing with, a I don't know what it's like to deal with a divorce, but I know that's not something that's e easy to navigate. And then dealing with a loss in family and losing your job, um, that's a lot. But I think if this is something that you really want to do, just keep working at it, um, honing in on what it takes to be the best graphic designer and video editor that you can be. But like I say, anything worth getting is not going to be easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do yeah. you think? I think um, you should also try and define success for yourself. I think a lot of times we put unnecessary pressures on ourselves. Mm. We put unrealistic goals on ourselves. And a lot of things that I find is people don't really appreciate the journey. Mm. And you have to appreciate the journey. You mm -hmm. cannot possibly get to, you know, fulfill all of your dreams without mm -hmm. appreciating each individual small win. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe try just like peeling back, you know, or pulling back, mm -hmm. assessing what your goals are and what you want to do and find happiness in the things that you can complete and accomplish. Mm -hmm. You know, we sometimes just, mm -hmm. we have this lofty goal of yeah. like we should be here or things are going to be perfect and not. And we're mm. going to go through things. So, And if you're present in those moments, you're going to feel things. You're going to go through the disappointment. You're going to go through all the things. Mm -hmm. But at least you have realistic goals that are obtainable. Yeah. Because the dreams come when you're not trying to get them. Mm -mm. That's so true. That is so true. They come to you when you're not trying to get them. That's a lot of things in life. Yeah. It comes when you're not looking for it. Like your man. <laughs> like my man. <laughs> that is what happens though. Is when you're out there looking, 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 nothing. You never. It mm -hmm. never comes. As soon as you just chill, and be like, all right, God, I'm not gonna yeah. trip over this. Yeah, I met you at the uh, basketball game. We gotta go to dinner, play. Looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, in closing, we do what is called what I'm going through and what I like I'm how growing you got through. Next thing. Yeah, yeah. Love how she moves. No, y'all can do it, and I would love that. Yeah, all of us, yeah. Yeah, I really would love that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. Mm. Um, for me, just even like the things that we talked about today, I think um, one of the things that I'm going through is um, expanding my portfolio. We talked about investments, um, learning more about that. And for me, I know that in that space, it's a risk. Yes. And I'm not, you have some people that are big risk takers and then some people are calculated risk takers. Let me hold on to mine. Yeah, hello. So I'm a hold on. I like to hold on to yeah, mine. No um, but just get into the space where I do have that big faith to take bigger, bigger yes. risk, you know, because it's a bigger return when you do. Yeah. Or you can use your likeness mm -hmm. to have, you know, sweat equity versus monetary Most. input. Mm -hmm. So those are things to think about too. Come on now, put me on game. Yeah. I love that. Is there yeah. anything that you're going through and growing through? Yeah, I'm going through um, shedding some of the things I was taught. Yeah. And that's probably been the hardest, hardest thing in my life. Mm. Shedding the things that I thought to be mm -hmm. the things, mm -hmm. you know? Absolutely. Um, and I'm growing through it. Mm -hmm. I think that, you know, you you have to to, to, to elevate. You yes. have to to align honestly with your purpose. I think, you know, we get so caught up, you know, and I'm blessed too, right? So I am speaking from the lens of mm -hmm. I've done a lot of great things to get to where I am. Yeah. I don't feel any shame at, you know, any point of my journey, mm -hmm. right? You know, shame meaning like, yeah, shot that motherfucker. 
Right, right, right. You know, don't have anything mm. in my on my heart that mm -hmm. has kept me mm. um, from growing spiritually. Yeah. Um, so now it's just growing through, going through that. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I want to get rid of all the nigga shit. I want the nigga <laughs> shit to leave my body, please. <laughs> leave me. I am tired. I don't want nothing to do with you. <laughs> I hate you. Kitty. <laughs> and I'm growing through it. That's right. I love it. I love, that's good. Yeah, that is so. Yeah, me too. But then, you know, of course, I'm in my cool whip inside Jello. How about, about that, that pretty, pretty motherfucker like? Hello, hello. I don't know if I can let go of all that. <laughs> right. The Sorry rest things. of the shit. Sorry, I, gotta let go. <laughs> I love it. Um, we do something where we say, keep it blank, sweetie, or fill in the blank um, pertaining to the episode. And for this one, I will say, keep it unapologetic, sweetie. Mm. Because one thing I've heard from you this whole time is that you've been unapologetically Kenny Burns. Oof, yes, amen, yeah. child. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes. Shout out, bye. <laughs> and if I had to tell somebody, um, stop lying to yourself, sweetie. Mm. Mm. We go a lot further in life a lot quicker. That's deep. I love that. Yeah, we lie to ourselves. We do. We do. We do. It's going to be our. Right. No, it's not. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No, it's not. <laughs> he put his hands on you. He's going to put his hands on you again. Oh, twice, three, four times. Mm -mm. Oh, you still that? No, it's not. No, no. It's not. It's not. I'm I just certain it. shit you can't lie to yourself. You cannot. Yeah, you got to be honest with yourself. That's so true. Now, one day you can wake up and like, I'm not bloated. And you're bloated. <laughs> That's not a lie. That ain't me. <laughs> It'd be like, I look like I'm on a third trimester. I'm not oh, bloated. Fine, fine. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> Sometimes no the bloat be bloating. So, oh, yeah. trust me. Yeah, trust you me. I feel you. Kenny, thank you so much. My pleasure, this has man. been an amazing episode. You got some comedic chops. I'm trying. You do. You I want do. to add value. You always And do. I'm proud of you. I love you. Thank love you. you. I'm proud of you. you. Thank you, man. It's, it's beautiful to see your evolution thank from you. where we met to where you are now, how your mind is changing. It's, it's very inspiring. Thank you, Brad. Yes. Guys, I hope you were blessed by this episode as much as I was. I had a really good time today. <laughs> therapy session. It's, everybody says that yeah. when they sit on this couch. They're like, this is yeah. a therapy session. It's pillow. It's the pillow. The lumbar pillow. <laughs> if you want to write into our positive outcomes <laughs> listener letter, you sorry. can do exactly okay. what, whatever right. you want to do. Right. We're going to watch. We're going to take yeah. this off. Oh my gosh. If you want to write into our positive outcomes listener letter, write into keep it positive sweetie at gmail.com. And that is sweetie with an IE. You can follow Keep It Positive Sweetie on all platforms. And you can follow me on all platforms at Love Crystal Renee. And that's L U V Crystal Renee. Kenny, let the people know where they can find you. At Kenny Burns. Easy. The at rest Kenny of the shit I don't care about. <laughs> Tap in with him. He's doing amazing things. You have a podcast, The Kenny yes. Burns Show, guys. He's always touching on amazing topics. Tap in with my brother as well. I love you guys. And in the meantime, you know what to do. Keep it positive, sweetie. Bye. 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 <laughs>